The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? It's your boy, Jack Fox, aka Mr. Visiting Hours, aka The Cat Whisperer, aka Mr. aka, aka Young Burnout, aka The Biggest and rock, aka your motherfucking boyo, Jack Fox, and it's time for a brand new episode of your sister's favourite podcast, Turn Myself Up in the Headphones, Tired and Inspired. <coughs> Should have had a drink before I pressed record. How's it gone? Hope you're all right out. Hey, hey, Twitter world, as OJ Simpson would say. What if you say, hey, X world now? Uh, oh, this fucking mic stand. If anybody's playing Tired and Inspired Bingo this week, mic stand breaking is uh, one. Um, I realised, actually, a lot of the podcasts I listen to, how you doing? I hope it's... It's a rhetorical question because I can't hear your answer and nor do I really care because you frankly haven't asked me how I'm doing. Uh, To be honest, you never ask me how I'm doing and I just give you the information anyways. So it's kind of a one-way street at this point. Um, A lot of the podcasts I listen to talk about world events, things that are happening in the world and I mostly just complain um, and I mostly... Don't do that and just complain about the shitty things that have happened to me at gigs this past week. Uh, Pepsi Max, my car breaking down and my shitty microphone stand that I continue to use even though I could very easily just buy another one. Um, but I think that's why that's why you come to this podcast, to be perfectly honest. You come to this podcast to hear me talk absolute fucking shit for 20 minutes to half an hour every week. And you keep doing it, and I don't know why. And to be honest, the joke's on you at this point because I'm going to keep doing this. You know what I mean? So, whatever. Um, what's been going? A lot of traveling this week. Uh, in the last few weeks, actually. I'm very tired. Uh, I had a long day today. Had a long couple of days. Um, I'll cut to the chase. Uh, you know, I live with my mum and my nana. My nana's 89. She uh, collapsed yesterday, which was Monday. Uh, and it was it was very scary for a minute. Uh, but she's in hospital and she's getting all the tests done. And we've just been to visit her and she's fine. So that's the most important thing, that she's fine. And she'll probably be coming home tomorrow or maybe it's the day after. And everything's fine. But it was scary for a minute and I haven't slept. But it's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's it's fine. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, you know, everything's okay. I mean, since 
I bought them in America and came home. Nobody's really complimented my brand new Nike shoes. But, I mean, other than that, like, my nana's collapsed, which is okay now. But even though, like, I wear the nice shoes when I go to the hospital, like, nobody's really saying anything about them. And, like, you know, I've been on stage and, like, sometimes, you know, my foot is at eye level height and nobody's really saying any compliments towards them. But in the grand scheme of, like, life and stuff, um, Everything's pretty okay, apart from the fact that nobody's really seen anything specifically nice about the brand new shoes I got when I was in America. Um, and it's a bit annoying, frankly, but it's fine. But I mean, in the in like, if you zoom out and look at life as a whole, everything's okay. But I'm just not getting enough compliments on my shoes, to be honest. Um, speaking of things I always talk about. <laughs> I read some articles and saw some things on the website formerly known as Twitter uh, about the uh, World Health Organization or WHO, aka WHO, aka huh, aka the noise and albics, um, saying that there is some. Sugary drinks uh, that are essentially dangerous for you, and uh, what were they saying? It could they could be slapped with a cancer warning, similar to how cigarettes are sold and they have warnings on the packs now these days. Certain fizzy drinks could, in the future, very soon become subject to cancer warnings. And this is coming from the World Health Organization. And uh, I thought, similar to most cigarette smokers that I know, that still smoke cigarettes despite the front packet just being an exploded lung, if you slap on a cancer warning on Pepsi Max... You know what it's like? It's like putting a wet paint sign up in front of a mischievous child. Because I'm just going to... I'm going to buy two Pepsi Maxes. You're going to see Pepsi Max sales skyrocket. How many times... How much more pain can a thug take? You know what I'm saying? How many times can you continuously keep getting knocked back in life? Don't do that. Don't do that. You know that thing's bad. You know that thing's wrong. Well, an episode, a few episodes ago, I was talking about bad, good. Why is everything so bad, so good? This is the last straw for me, I think. Pep, you're not taking me Pepsi Max offers because it's pretty much a cold, a tall, cold glass of Pepsi Max is pretty much the only thing keeping me going at the minute. So if you want to come and try and take that off me, then they're going to have to try and fucking take it off. You know what I'm saying? And you know me, the corner shop connoisseur, I'll be in that bitch. I'll be in and out of those aisles. I know exactly what I'm doing, where everything is. You can't stop. I'm a bad bitch. You can't kill me. 
I miss Vine sometimes. Nah, bruh. I'm not having it. I'm not having it. Cancer warning or not, people still smoke cigarettes. People still eat McDonald's. Give a fuck. You can pry a two-litre, a cold two-litre bottle of Pepsi Max out of my cancer-ridden dead hands before I think I'll just stick to water. Because here's the thing. You've got to find a balance. <laughs> Sounding like a true alcoholic. You've got to find a balance between the source you like, S-A-U-C-E sauce, and water. And I like drinking water. But I like drinking Pepsi Max more. <laughs> oh, fuck me. Mm-hmm. Uh. I'll talk about some of that more stuff in the second half, I suppose. Done a lot of travelling this week. Uh, I'm so tired. I'm all out of whack. My head is up my arse, as we sometimes say. Uh, This week's rhyme crime. I say this week's. I'm not going to do this every week. I'm just whenever I think of one, I'm going to jot it down. Uh, But this particular week's this particular week's rhyme crime is uh, anything. Any line that ends with secret then the next line shouldn't pertain to somebody or some person or yourself wanting to keep it. You can't keep a secret. Any- this, is, this is the thing. You can't keep it. You know those, um, those like, uh, alpha male type, you see things on TikTok, you know, when, when women call out men for doing stuff, and then these TikTok people will, like, stitch the TikTok, and they'll make a list in the phones of, like, what things men can't do anymore. And sometimes I kind of agree, because sometimes women are like, you know what gives me the ick? When a man opens a car door, and it's like, really? Like, And then somebody will make a list, like, things men can't do anymore, open car doors. Well, that, but for rhyme crime. So things now you can't... If you're writing a song, something that you no longer can do is have a secret and let somebody or yourself keep it. That's off... Every song that has that theme in it has been written and done, and we need new ideas because nobody's keeping secrets anymore. Everything's out in the open. We're cutting that out. We're nipping in the bud now. We'll draw a line under it. There's a line in the sand. Uh, we'll outline that in chalk. That's all good. All the secrets have been kept. Now we're just being completely open. And since we are being open, I'm gay. And it's time for a quick word from our sponsors. Gotta cool clear it up. Not actually gay. Was just a joke. Was part of a bit. Thought of it off the top of my head. Thought it would be funny. Still think it is a little bit funny. Don't want people to get carried away. Not gay. I stand with gay people. All for gay people. Just don't particularly like penis myself. But if you want to, you do you, man. Happy Pride Month and rainbow colours look nice. Alright, while I've got you here, um, only one gig this week on Saturday with the Red Hot Chili Pinos at the Tannery in Hexham. Uh, but while you're here, the new Hive Mind single, A Lullaby High, is out now everywhere. The response has been unbelievable. Thank you so much, everybody, that's uh, given it a positive response so far. You can go stream that right now. It's on all streaming platforms available now. And we have a headline gig on the 16th of September at Newcastle. Come along. 
Yeah, man, looking forward to more uh, Hive Mind stuff coming later in the year. 16th of September at the Head of Steam in Newcastle. Uh, we've played that venue a few times. I think the last time we actually headlined it properly as our own headline show, uh, we sold it out. That was just before the uh, lockdown came in. That was our last gig before lockdown. We sold out a headline show at the Head of Steam. Uh, so hopefully we can uh, do that again. So this year, 16th of September, if you uh, want to come along, then do. Simple as. Uh, yeah, I'm not actually gay. What I am, though, is the drummer in a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. How, how about that for a fucking segue, yeah? Um, what I am is a drummer in a Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute band. And we had two shows this weekend, I think. Fucking hell, I can't even... We definitely had one show at Barrow in Furness. And we that was on a Saturday... And on the Friday, we were playing at, Jesus Christ, where, where were we? Oh, we were at the uh, Crook Hotel in Crook in Durham. Uh, both very nice shows for two different reasons. Well, Saturday was, I'll get into it. Friday was fine. We've played the Crook Hotel before. We are playing it again in a couple of weeks. Um, and it's a lovely venue. And... Shout out to the Crook Hotel. Saturday. So Barrow and Furness. I thought Barrow and Furness was just a nice little town in Scotland, but it turns out it's three hours west and isn't even in Scotland, it's still in England. So what the fuck do I know? Um I don't want to be harsh on because look, this is an international podcast. Uh I'm well known. I'm famous. I'm a famous podcaster. When you think when you think podcast, you think Mark Maron, you think Joe Rogan, you think Jack Fox. So this podcast gets about. Uh, so I'm no doubt that I am. My voice is big in Barrow and Furnace. Although saying that, I'm not even sure they have dial-up internet over there. So maybe it's, actually, I'm lying here. Um, but I'll put it this way. We had a gig. It was an all-day festival at Barrow and Furnace, organised by some gentleman called Eddie. Now, we will get to Eddie in a minute. But the if you haven't been to Barrow and Furnace, what I will say is on Saturday just gone, there was more Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute bands in Barrow and Furnace than they were teeth. Now, that's saying that there was at least one and a half Chili Peppers Chili Bands, because there was also a Chili Band on the, on the act who was a Rage Against Machine slash Chili Peppers Chili Band. So there's at least one and a half Red Hot Chili Peppers tribute bands in Barrow and Furnace on Saturday. And that isn't a lot of teeth to have in a whole town. But I think that's about what I saw. Uh, and look, I want to go back to Barrow and Furnace. I'd like to do the gig again because the venue is very nice. It was really ran, but the venue is very nice and the money was good, but the venue is very nice. Uh, the money was really good, actually. And, but the traveller was a bit of a bitch, but the money was really good. And the organisation was fucking garbage and the sound wasn't that great, but the venue was very nice and the money was really good. So I'd like to go back. So I don't want to offend anybody in Barrow and Furnace, but again, the money was really good. This is a carrier pigeon. So I don't really want to, you don't want to put me neck out there, but let's just, across the road... This is, the, I get into the weeds a bit here. Across the road from the venue, directly across the road from the venue, there was a music shop that was selling instruments, books, 
you know, accessories, guitar picks, guitar straps, whatever you need. So me and the bassist and the guitarist from the Chili Pinos went in just to have a look before we went on. And I think our guitarist bought some Plex and stuff like that. And uh, it's a, it's a, for me, it's the lack of diversity. We walked in and I was looking around. We were all snooping around. And uh, I said, the, the person behind the counter was a bassist uh, and a guitarist, I believe. And had some guitars out that they were working on currently. So our guitarist started having a dialogue and picking up a conversation with them. So then in the middle of that conversation, I asked the gentleman behind the counter, Hey man, this is a music shop, right? Where's your drums? And then he said, oh, we did have a drum department upstairs, but then the room got too cluttered, so we decided to just use it as an office. Then I thought, hey, fuck you. That's disrespectful. Because out the back of the downstairs, you walk in the you walk in the shop and it's guitars on the wall and stuff. I get it. Looks nice. Fine. I like looking at guitars. Sure, it looks really nice. You walk through to the back area, they've got acoustic guitars on the wall. Fine. All good. To the left, where opposite the wall where the acoustic guitars were, was books like learn how to play drums and learn how to play piano and stuff all right you know you can just go on youtube now and learn how to do stuff and behind all the books was a table with a vacuum on it now put a fucking drum kit out lay some sticks out show me a symbol don't say, oh, we had a drum room upstairs, but it got too cluttered, so fuck drummers. Am I right? So I'm taken aback. I'm shook. Right? Our guitarist and this gentleman behind the counter start talking some more about different types of wood they can use for the neck of the guitar. And then all of a sudden, no surprise, there's a lull in conversation awkward silence we're all kind of looking at each other what's going to happen then i say out loud and loudly i'm bored and then walk out of the shop because fuck that guy for being discriminatory against drummers and that's how i feel about rnt music opposite the cloud nine lounge in barrow and furnace now again don't let the people at Barrow take this to heart because I do want to come back to that gig because the venue was really nice and the money was really good. But the venue was really nice. And the gig was being run by this gentleman called Eddie. Now, Eddie, I am not an admin on the Red Hot Chili Pinos Facebook page where Eddie has been messaging us organising the details of this gig. However, Eddie's organisational skills and messages become a frequent conversation topic when we're at gigs because this guy is fucking mental. Our singer Josh showed me an example of the type of messages that Eddie sends and the spelling and punctuation is terrible, but you can get around that. He sends a message, whatever it's about, confirming the time, whatever, whatever. We send back, fine, no problem, thank you very much. And then, you know how on Facebook Messenger you just have the little blue thumbs up as like the default emoji? 
I can understand accidentally pressing one and sending it. I can understand accidentally pressing it for too long when it grows and gets bigger. I can understand accidentally sending two in a row by accident. Eddie, after confirming everything, the times and everything, oh, everything was all good, sent 20 thumbs up in a row. And not in one message. Like, you know, if you ever send like loads of thumbs up in a row, you're like really excited for this gig, can't wait, whatever, whatever. You can kind of go, all right, this guy needs to chill out a bit. No, this was like, if if your phone was locked and you were getting these messages, it would be ping, 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 ping. You were sending them, like, what the fuck? So we were all excited to see what Eddie even looks like as a person because, and by the way, that was one example Josh showed me, and I've heard stories upon stories of how mental this guy is. So we're driving to the gig and Josh says, you know, I can't wait to see, finally put a face to Eddie and see what he looks like because we've been speaking to him online for a couple of years and it'd be good to actually see him in person and talk to his face. And Josh was very complimentary. I got to, you know, Josh said he had to defend himself, but I said, whatever. And uh, he said, Josh said, I wonder what Eddie looks like. And I said, oh, don't worry. You'll know who Eddie is because he'll be the one in the corner eating crayons with a colourful cap on that has a little fan on the top that's spinning around, and he's also at the same time sucking a lollipop. You'll know exactly who the fuck Eddie is, and then we pull up to the venue, and we are of course promised, and I quote, air quotes, private parking. The gentleman standing outside, who we are yet to introduce ourselves to and don't know the name of. Black shirt, black pants, blue suede pointy shoes, security guard type earpiece in his ear, balding. Slightly overweight. Minimal tooth man. Now, tell me what are you thinking now? The image you have in your head now is exactly what the gentleman looked like. And that gentleman, my friend, was Eddie. Now, initially, did Eddie want us to get the Barrow and Furnace three-hour drive away for 11 o'clock in the morning to sound check when he knew fine well that we were headlining the show and wouldn't be on until 10.45? Yes. Did we then tell him, Eddie, Pete, go fuck yourself? Yes. Did we then say, we'll get there about four or five o'clock? Did he say yes? Yes, that was fine. Did we get there for about half four, dead on in between four and five o'clock? Yes. Should we have got there much later because we didn't actually end up going on stage until about half past eleven because the event was poorly run? Yes. Did I get ho- did I get home at four o'clock in the morning and have to get up the next day because I had another gig of Darton? Yes. Am I still recovering from that and the fact that my nana had a fall and possibly had a seizure and something wrong with her heart and she's in the hospital for the next few days? Yes. Am I treating this podcast like free therapy, like Christina likes to say often? Possibly. Uh, what a week, eh? What a week. It's always something, isn't it? I'm fucking hungry. I've done 23 minutes here. I'm going to wrap this bitch up. Um, 
much appreciate to all the uh, that's that's shorthand for much appreciated. Uh, all the love for Lullaby High. Uh, you can keep streaming that if you do so wish. Actually, not if you do so wish. Please keep streaming it. Uh, and yeah, we've got a headline show on the 16th of September in Newcastle at the Head of Steam. Would be splendid to see you there. Uh, I've got some more gigs coming up in the meantime. Uh, I'm going to be at the back of the stand. Uh, Christina's coming over. Christina's coming over in a month. Holy shit. Christina's coming over soon. Very excited for that. Uh, more Chilipinos gigs coming up. More stuff with Hive Mind coming as well. Uh, it's all good. It's all gravy. All right. Thanks for listening to this. Thanks for letting me talk rubbish for... Yeah. All right. Stay safe. Just stay stay, stay, stay hydrated. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. Oh, Eddie, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Eddie. Oh, Eddie, you're so fine, you're so fine, you blow my mind. Hey, Eddie. Hey, Eddie.